Well, welcome to um, Two Tokens podcast. My name is Johnny Fry, um, and I'm CEO of a company called Team Blockchain. And we write a weekly letter, and have been so. Blimey, Alex, how long have we been writing this? About five, nearly six years, looking at how, where, why, and who are using digital assets and using um, blockchain technology. Um, Alex, I know I've known you for a while, but could you just give us a quick intro as to um, who you are? I know you come from Holland and very, very tall. Can you just say a little bit about yourself and just introduce two tokens? Well, thank you, Johnny, for having me here. And um, great to do a podcast again, as always. You know, um, I think you and I, we met, we first met uh, in 2016 during the the wild, wild west of ICOs. <laughs> ICOs, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not yeah. the Information Commission officer, is it? No, 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 no. It was uh, more fun, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and, um um, but no, to be um, to be to answer your question, I've been in the digitization since 1980. You know, uh, always been in data security and data communications, banking, and what have you. And since 2014, in blockchain, uh, and uh, for the better part of uh, that period, it's almost 10 years, isn't it? Yeah, it um, is. yeah. We 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 started looking not so much at the technology, which is nice, it's important, but more how do you use it? How do you get adoption? Yeah. And in different industries, and you being from the fintech, from the financials and digital asset industry, um, that's how we uh, teamed up in 2016 with the blockchain ecosystem network. Later on, the crypto economy world tour. Um, yeah, that's how that, that all and, came and to be. Two, and, and two tokens. So you. you Two Tokens is a fascinating sort of organization because it's part EU funded, but rather than just talking about it, you've actually got involved in a number of very interesting um, projects with um, all sorts of organizations, banks, you know, the Port of Rotterdam, um, a solar a solar renewable energy business in Australia. So a lot of different things. And you've been proving how the digitization of, of paperwork, of documentation, of e even solar energy actually proving that digitization is not just about it's certainly not just about cryptocurrency and it's not just about digitizing bonds or equities or, or or funds is it well if the narrative among us techies is um uh, that that's the easy part right the narrative for techies on blockchain is you know what kind of mainnet uh, what kind of token what kind of crypto and what have you that's all nice and all i think that's too maybe if we're lucky five percent of world population got that um, and if we're looking at how do we apply this to different industries, we need to change our narrative. Then we need to also inform people who are not nerds, who are not techie, and they need to see the value of what we're doing. And digitization is more than blockchain, is more than AI, is more than tokenization. It's the sum of all things. It's a multidisciplinary uh, um, uh, approach that we that we follow. And so... In all those, and that's how two tokens came to be. In, in in all those years that we worked together prior to 2020, it was always, and even in those days, uh, you know, yes, you have a blockchain, which is the hardware and and the software, but what is the underlying business that supports this? You know, what is the, your token taxonomy? What is the legal and regulatory requirements? How are you going to make money? Is it different ways of and so, yes, technology is still very important, but technology is makeable, right? What is not makeable is how people work and how people interact and how laws are formed. 
Right. And but that applies to all different types of industries. Of course, digital asset fintech happens to be the early adopter, the, the first one to be uh, to be changed. But every industry in the end is going to uh, have to believe in digitization, and we call that the token economy. Hence the word two tokens. You know, if there are two tokens, you know, uh, you know, how do you interest? How do you exchange value between another? How do you? Uh, what what is value anyways? How you know what is the meaning of value? What is the meaning of money? Oh, and I that is two what... tokens was because you lost your first token. So you've now got two tokens. The two tokens exactly. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, Alex, yeah. The, the the reason I've asked you to come on the show today is is to talk about you've been selected by um you know by by by, by the government in in Holland to oh. look at stable coins. Can you give us a bit of background to that? Because it was quite a bit of fierce competition, and you've seen teamed up with some pretty impressive people as part of this new project. Well, um, of course, this, um, this today is September 6th. The, the press release of the European Commission is out. Um, it was actually not uh, the Dutch government, that was the European Commission set out um, um, and asked for uh, applications to come into a regulatory blockchain sandbox. And out of hundreds of applications, I don't know how many, 20 were selected. And mm -hmm. we we are one of them uh, because uh, Two Tokens has a consortium of banks and uh, digital assets companies, you know, uh, named ABN Amaral, Rabobank, and Asset Blocks. Uh, and this is a real business case. And we wanted to, uh, uh, we, that, that's the one that we put in for, 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 for the project. And um, yeah, we have been selected. Well, and you've been selected to look at um, what, how to establish, and what were the ideal characteristics? What for for a uh, what a euro backed stablecoin, presumably. So the the, the 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 two tokens is the the leader in this project, and uh, two tokens in everything we do, we are independent and neutral, and everything that we publish is for the public good and for the public domain. And in this case, we have three industries uh, who are, uh, and the business case is asset blocks, and uh, and asset blocks uh, use case provides the possibility to invest in uh, the tracking of stock of SPVs that represent renewable energy sources like wind, solar, and battery parts. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, this is, for, you know, this is, uh, uh, you know, uh, tokenized, this, uh, this proof of investment. And, and that is represented as a non-fungible token. And the issue is a security under method two. So all regulated, right? So nothing wrong, nothing strange there. Uh, customers can go to a portal. They uh, they do the KYC, and they can buy uh, and invest in these assets uh, using euros, right? Um, and dividends uh, are also paid in euros, regular fiat currency. So payments for both purchase or sale of the of the NFTs in this case, yeah, and the distribution of dividends uh, all done in euros and so it is the wish of this business case of this owner asset blocks and their underlying banks to not only do these payments uh, in uh, and the distribution of dividends not only do that in fiat currency in euros uh, but also do this using a stable coin 
and that is uh, that is the, the the what the business case is, and that's the whole project. And in this, uh, uh, and you know, you can find the the one pager of this business case on the website of the European Commission. And the bis- the press release uh, went out today, and uh, among with the other uh, nineteen projects. But uh, the, 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 what uh, we are going to look at, and we have a whole series of questions and 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 process flows is uh, you know what what do the regulators think of all this so we will be working with the dutch regulators and central banks we have asked german regulators bafin french and the several regulators in europe who uh, will be working uh, alongside with us and give us advice and look into this 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 case and what sort of time so, scale you met, um, alex so the project, um, you know, the the whole alignment and and the, the you know, the, and everything started, I think, in Q one, and for Q three and Q four, we're going to have several uh, sessions, and uh, and we will, it, you know, in the end, uh, I think it's going to be uh, finished at, what, uh, by Christmas, yeah, by oh, Christmas, okay, beginning and, and of year, yeah. Interesting to see Avian Amro. I know we've got a number of um, you know mutual friends at Avian Amro. Um, that they have issued um, debt instruments using blockchain technology, um, and it's taken a while to get it off the ground, but they've, they've done it successfully. So they've obviously got expertise in this area, um, and obviously being a major Dutch bank, um, along with Rabobank, um, interesting. You've got the, these banks involved because this is a, it's potentially an alternative form of payment. It doesn't necessarily mean cash is going, but it means if if institutions are move and make payments faster and cheaper and less risky, then they're going to want to be looking to explore this technology, presumably. Yeah, the way the business case works now is as the blocks does this with fiat currency, and uh, which means you have to go in and out of uh, uh, the system, which creates extra friction, right? Um, uh, if the banks, banks are involved here because they would be the wallet, they would, you know, be helping with the wallets and the trust and what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but by uh, adding the possibility to pay in stablecoin, you remove friction and you yeah. make it easier um, uh, you know, to, uh, to, uh, to transfer value uh, between asset blocks and, and, the, and the customers. Yeah. Well, and, and, the, and mind you, you know, this is within the whole EU SEPA region, you know, so the European Union. So, you know, as well as I do, you know, tokens don't know borders, right? So payments are cross-border and technically tokens stay within the system, but the recipient could indeed be abroad. And then, and in that sense, it, it, it's cross-border. Yes. Right? So yeah. that's that's what makes this very interesting. And of course, you know, you and I, we've been pushing for this. And in the beginning, in 2015, 16, there was a lot of promise and a lot of, you mm-hmm. know, uh, a lot of projects out there just to to try and test and experimentation, but we're way beyond that. You know, in terms of technical ready levels. I, well, I think, Alex, that's you know, that's what I wanted to touch on. A couple of examples because um, I, I think it's super fascinating what you're doing here with a stablecoin. Because as we see the digitization of income producing assets, um, so for example, if you've got a you know bonds or if you've got shares or you've got real estate or you've got funds, all of those, um, or many of those, produce a regular income. And a lot of those historically have only paid that income on a six-monthly basis. But as you start to see the underlying assets get digitized, there's no reason why you won't start seeing income being paid 
on a monthly basis or or maybe even even uh, you know more frequently than that and with paying it on with, uh, digitally in a digital format um you can start making micropayments um you know for for holders of that investment but it it's not just the eu that are looking at this um as alex has said you know today we're recording this on the um 1st of september and what's actually happened yesterday was swift which is the global messaging system um have announced that um they've come out with a um basically saying look we have a platform um that can handle and we've already been um trialing it with a variety of blockchains and moving different forms of digital assets um around the marketplace um, a couple of months ago back in june we saw mastercard coming out with their multi-token network and we understand there's more news coming out from mastercard um, as a payment facilitator and they're looking very closely at, at, at tokens and, and what can actually happen so and then and then finally there was some fascinating reading that we're looking at actually only only yesterday afternoon from the bank of international settlement and they were looking at the impact of asset back lending um so, so this is you know lending or giving lines of credit for um to a business secured by some sort of collateral maybe inventory equipment accounts receivable you know balance sheet assets and according to the bank of international settlement um some work been going on in china they claim that actually um using blockchain technology they're able to reduce the cost of asset back lending by 25 basis points and so here we have a number of institutions in a number of jurisdictions all coming to the same conclusion but the missing piece is a properly secured mechanism to make digital payments i know we've got circle i know we've got tether um you know and that you know they've got billions um both in terms of under management but they're also making the owners a lot of money so it'll be nice to see a stable coin that pays you know the holders um, a little bit of interest it'd be nice to have the stable coin to have an audit wouldn't it alex you're more of a digital asset and payment uh, specialist than I am, you know, um, but l let's just look at this, right? Because digital money has been around, you know, we can argue about this for a while. And whether you have a digital euro or a stable coin, we could have that discussion a while. But mm -hmm. the, 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 the question, of course, um, is, of course, what's the meaning of money? And what's the meaning of payment, right? Uh, but so and and to be fair, if I buy a bond, I don't need a euro stable coin right? or digital. You know, I can do that with fiat currency yes. works very well. Yeah. Uh, but if we get into digital infrastructure such as uh, you know digital uh, uh, solar panels, digitizing solar panels or wind energy, if you if you get into the use cases of uh, paying per kilowatt hour. Yep. Then you would like we then we need a, another type of payment infrastructure and uh, and that's why uh, in this particular case with asset blocks uh, you know uh, a euro stable coin might lend itself very well to that so and it's a way you know the, the asset blocks are doing it with fiat currency but it would work even better if they had euro stable coin got it and and that's and that's the plan and and that's why we uh, we we entered this. Uh, we submitted this 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 use case to to the European blockchain sandbox. Great. Well, look, Alex, thank you very much for coming um, on on the Digibyte show today, and really interesting to see, um, you know, that two tokens. You know, I know you've had a number of success stories, as I said, in a variety of different industries, but great to see that you've been selected by European government to um, look into the stablecoin, and I'm really pleased that you hope to get some tangible results before the end of the year. So. 
um, if we can, I'd love to get you back on and we'll get an update as to how things have gone. And I'm sure there'll be lessons learned. So it'd be great if you could share that experience with us or, um, you know, one of your colleagues later in the year. Absolutely. Stay tuned on uh, for sure, Johnny, when we have you back in our masterclass for you know the second stream this year, you know, this is certainly some something we're going to be addressing. Yeah. So you can be sure. Right, of so that's that. a really good yeah. point. Can you just give a very quick, so I know we're getting tight time, but can you just give a quick overview of the masterclasses that two tokens have been running, um, who they're aimed for and, and what, what do they basically cover? So master classes are given by masters, first of all, and and we target uh, the audience that we target are professionals, whether they're barristers or you know, legal or financial, who want to get upskilled, if you will, in the world of uh, decentralized financing and tokenization. And what we cover in five six uh, afternoon sessions is uh, all the basics of, 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 uh, of course, the technology. You know, we can't stay away from that. So we have to talk about smart contracts and, may, and uh, that, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but first and foremost, you know, we talk about value engineering. Actually, we call it token value engineering. What does your business model look like? What kind of value are you transferring? Mm -hmm. Before you can even think about structuring a token, right? Mm -hmm. And all, so all those sessions are given by professors and masters in the industry. And we, uh, we like to uh, do it in small classes with 25, 30 people where people come together and they bring in their own um, uh, use case as well, right? Whether you are in, in the energy industry or in finance, or maybe you're in agriculture. Uh, or or and, telecoms, you had NTT there. Um, last, last, yeah, last, we had, last. yeah, absolutely. Uh, we had NTT, we have banks. And, and um, yeah, so we think it's important that we, that we educate the leaders of tomorrow's businesses on token taxonomy and the token economy. Right. And that's what and, we do. And, and very much the something I know you've been passionate on. This is not designed for geeks. This is designed um, to actually explain the commercial application of the technology and digitization. So very practical with lots of case studies um, that people can then hopefully then take back into their own companies and practices and, and, and start employing. It's a good uh, point you're making because a lot of people... Of course, it's uh, a good generation... point I made, Alex. Forget this. Yeah, 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 absolutely. No, no, no. But, but a lot of people are generation. You've been in digitization for 30 years. Uh, you know, are afraid to admit that sometimes it's, uh, it's complex. And it is complex. And we should yeah. embrace this complexity. And so rather than going into the geekiness and the nerdiness, you know, we go into how do we apply this to your business? Yeah. You know, what law should we abide to? You know, what's the business that you know, that's underlying? And that's, that makes it very interesting. It's a different narrative. And we right. should all be starting to sing that song. And that's yep. what we do. All right. Well, before you burst into hurdy-gurdy songs, um, I think we just, one final thing. How do they, how do listeners get more information about what you're talking about? It's, twotokens.org uh, Alex Bausch B-A-U-S-C-H um, on LinkedIn they're the, they're the best place aren't they Alex? twotokens.org yes that's where we are and Super. we are non-for-profit so you know you can all join in what we're doing lovely alright Alex thank you very much for coming on today and we'll look forward to getting an update on the Euro stablecoin project you've been talking about and also um, more information on the masterclasses um, later on this year thank you thank you Johnny